When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So hang on, did L.A. not get through? Seriously? With 111 wins and $300 million in payroll? Oh, man. And wait, wait, wait. They, they're complaining that the system is unfair. Oh, oh, man. What have I missed? Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. I can't possibly be more amused than to hear slash read the incessant complaining from both Los Angeles and New York about how the playoff system is unfair because their precious teams were forced to compete in a best of five series to make it to their respective league championship series. Only one, of course, having actually achieved that, that being the Yankees. The Dodgers and the Mets were both out early. Cue the violins. That's unbelievable. The degree to which this sport and Please understand that that's the problem, not the markets, not the behavior of the fans. It's the sport that's created this monstrous atmosphere in which a handful of teams feel entitled to everything. And this goes, by the way, for the media covering those teams in those markets because for being honest, people who are in my line of work do feel that kind of pressure. You're dealing with a specific audience. They're the ones who respond to you on a daily basis for better or worse. So you're going to react accordingly. And boy, have they ever. The Los Angeles Times, the New York Post, the New York Times, I could go right down the list, have run these screaming editorials about how baseball can't possibly think it's fair, and this is the word that they're using, fair, for teams that have won 100-plus games 
to be reduced to a best of five series. You know where I'm going with this subject. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. But before I get there with this subject, let me throw this out first. Your favorite club was involved in three consecutive best-of-one series, including a series in which they won 98 games and faced a Chicago team that had won 97. So there were two teams that were really, really close to 100 wins who were forced to play one game at PNC Park to determine their entire season. How many of those same complainers in Los Angeles and in New York, meaning today, do you think had any issue with this at all? How many do you think were decrying the system? How, in fact, in fact, it was the exact opposite. The reaction was the exact opposite. Oh, well, that's what they deserve. I mean, they're the Pirates. They hardly ever make it to the playoffs. So this is just, I don't know, like initiation or hazing or something. Whatever the perception was, there was anything but an outcry. And when Neil Huntington became the first and last person at any level of the Pirates organization to complain about anything at all related to Major League Baseball's treatment of teams like the Pirates, it was met with stone silence. And I applauded Huntington for that at the time. We haven't heard it's like before or since in this century. No one has stood up for the Pirates, certainly not within the Pirates, and they continue to not do that. But for the Los Angeles and New York fans to be able to use terms like fairness or unfairness and carry with that a complete, either willing or worse yet, ignorant sense of the legitimate unfairness that comes with not having a salary cap system, that comes with being the only sport in North America that doesn't have a salary cap system. The gall of that is like, I don't, I don't even have words for this. I can't even finish this segment. It blows my mind. And when you see these articles go up on social media. You can see some of the replies underneath at the comments. 
there's no one mocking them other than like in a, a a team versus team way. Like, for example, fans of the Padres will get in there and mock the Dodgers. Oh, quit whining. We beat you and whatever else. But you won't see anybody bring up the insanity <laughs> inherent in in this thought process. This sport is so screwed up culturally that I, 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 I can't finish this segment when we come back, J1Q. comes from Greg Williams, who asks, DK, if the Pirates are just going to keep punting on seasons, then is Brian Reynolds really going to be here long term? He's going to be 28 in 2023, which looks like another wasted season as far as contending goes. Beginning in 2024, they'll have two years of control left. Are they going to give him a long-term deal? To a guy going into his 30s, they traded Kutch when he was 31. I have no faith that they'll offer Reynolds a deal. They'll try to get him on the cheap. He'll rightly turn him down, and then they'll trade him. It's just an endless cycle with this owner. Well, yeah. (laughs) Hey, Greg, have you heard that they signed another waiver dude or claimed another waiver dude yesterday? Did you know that this is even now going to go on into the offseason? Please don't ask me who. I already forgot his name. I believe it was a catcher from Detroit. And they brought back Bo Salser at popular demand. That's that's what they're doing. And you're right. It goes to Bob Nutting. It goes to Bob Nutting. I'm here to tell you that it doesn't stop at Bob Nutting. There's this perception out there, and I hear this all the time stated as if it's fact, that between Charrington and Travis Williams, that the two of them are on some sort of retainers that if they can just keep the payroll low, they'll get paid a lot of money. And this gets repeated so often that people have come to accept it as fact. It's not. It's not. Where baseball ops are concerned, this is how Charrington wants to build the baseball team. Stop letting him off the hook. The fact that his approach is in concert with that of the owner is a different matter. But to suggest that Charrington in his ultimate dreams would have nutting open up the pocketbook, no, that's not That's not what this model is. This model is the Rays. The difference is Pittsburgh isn't St. Petersburg. And what you're going to see here is this city is just going to continue pushing back, pushing back, pushing back. And Nutting's going to listen to it like he did a handful of years ago. And everything they'll have tried to do will get blown to bits. Will Reynolds be here? What I've reported, and if you'll recall... Around this time a year ago, I was the only one reporting it, was that Reynolds was going to stay put for 2022, which, of course, he did. I have information now that Reynolds isn't going anywhere for 2023. So, again, what would have to happen for Reynolds to 
outweigh the scenario that you just set up yourself, Greg, is that the team would have to compete slash contend, meaning in 2023. And here's yet another reason for them to do that, and yet another reason why it's indefensible that they won't. That they won't go out and get the best first baseman that they can, that they won't go out and add another starting pitcher, that they won't go and do something significant to strengthen the bullpen. Why? Because this decision has been made, I use this term again, in concert between all of the higher-ups, including Nutting, and believe me, when I say that, that's not letting him off the hook. He's in charge, okay? If he wanted it to be different, it would be different. But trust me when I tell you it's all happening on the same page, on the same wavelength. And they are of the belief that it, all you have to do is wait for that Altoona Cavalry to arrive and that this Altoona Cavalry will not arrive in 2023 and therefore the entire year is shot to hell and that's the end of that. Oh my God. I got to do a whole off season of this. <laughs> I appreciate the question, Greg. I appreciate everybody who presses play on this godforsaken program. We'll do another one tomorrow. Mm-hmm.